0: Welcome to the Parent Networking Podcast. I'm Melina Shinaweth,
1: and here with me is Mikkel Hillware. I'm the administrator at a local school district. We're looking forward to talking about our parent networking meetings. So as we approach our fourth and last parent
0: networking session of the year, we wanted to take the time to recap and discuss the conversations from the last session to help reflect and explore better how we want to use our time moving forward. So with that, let's get started. In March, we explored the topics of opportunity and environment as it pertains to our children and their independence. We started with talking about what typical environments our adult children with different abilities spend their time in, Not surprising that quite a few responses reference their rooms, gaming, talking with others on social media, just content to be isolated from the rest of the world in that safe space. When not at home, they were often at school, work, or shopping with an occasional bike ride or walk. So the question is, Do you see their future environments looking the same? I would think the answer is no. Mikkel, what do you think?
1: No, we can't do that. We need to challenge them to step outside of their comfort zone. Because when they stay where they're at, they don't grow. We need to challenge them to reach for their goals and to interact using their time to increase independence, assisting them with being productive at home and in the community.
0: So if the future environment has to change, then how do we get there? Well, the common theme shared was that people really had no concrete idea on how to get there.
1: Some of the ways that that can happen is changing your routine, setting new goals, making them uncomfortable, providing and accepting new experiences and opportunities. Remember, change is okay and we have to stop fearing the change in the future. Just because something stops doesn't mean that's it and that's the end. It is an open door for what comes next.
0: Well, speaking of
1: opportunities, they're all
0: around, but we have to be deliberate on how we utilize them and very careful on whether or not those opportunities propel independence forward or potentially backwards. Discussions did revolve around the idea that family and friend support was truly a great opportunity to encourage independence, but we have to be careful. We don't want enablers. We need advocates and cheerleaders. Of course, there will still be plenty of TLC to go around to, so not to worry about that. Again, opportunities need to certainly be deliberate. They need to support life and also emotional independence.
1: And also in that support, employment skills Like going through the store without you, doing something new with a a different group of people, and of course, remembering that you need to provide a safe environment. One of the things that I notice as an administrator is giving them those opportunities to increase employment skills, they're able to become independent. They know that it is okay to try new things. Giving them the opportunity to have a list and you go find these items and meet me here gives them the confidence that they need to be able to try new things. Something that is really important to me and I think to many families is they might not be able to do something yet, but they can do it in the future. What we need to have is the commitment to follow through on what we said we're going to be able to do. When, you, when we have that follow-through, it builds confidence in what they can do. So I'm hearing, Mikkel, that we
0: have to start letting our adult children go. Yeah. <laughs> and, but so many what-ifs come with letting go. What if they get in trouble? What if a complex decision is needed? What if they don't know how to advocate for themselves or even ask for help? What if they make a bad decision? What if he or she gets taken advantage of? What if others don't understand his or her needs like the family does? These can go on and on and on. But guess what? The what ifs go on and on with all kids, with all of us, just in a different way. The difference is you eventually let go. Yes, it's time to start letting go. And it doesn't have to be all at once. It can be a little at a time. So, Mikkel, I know you've seen quite a few successes. Can you share some of
1: those regarding the barriers and the what-ifs? One of the things that I can see is the biggest success that we have with what we do is allowing our adult children the opportunity to make a mistake learn from that mistake, and move forward. What that looks like for us is giving them a list at the store and saying, I need you to find these things, and I need you to return here. Well, they couldn't find something, so they got something else. But that's not what we needed for the recipe, or that's not what was on the list, prices, whatever. Then we take that opportunity and we go back and we say, all right, let's go look for the right thing. And come back and do it. The success in that was they tried. Whether they failed or not doesn't really matter. They tried. That builds confidence. And confidence builds success for the next opportunity that they have. The other thing that I see the greatest increase in is advocacy for themselves. Our adult children are learning to be able to say, but I wanted to because. Giving them the ability to communicate the because gives us an insight into their world as to why they made that decision. And we can help them make those decisions more positive or bigger or even more broad to to encapsulate all of the future rather than the just right now. That's a great point, Mikkel, because I
0: think part of our fear is not knowing what there because is and so for them to verbalize that as parents would relieve a lot of stress i think off of the parents back
1: i think it also helps with letting go
0: yep and certainly there's no way to to let them um get into their independent life without letting go now with letting go we understand there's barriers and the last question asked what is the biggest barrier holding your child's independence back well at this point you may have figured it out but yes it's most likely you the parent or guardian of course you can't claim that all to yourself because there are other barriers Mikkel,
1: would you like to speak to that there's actually a lot of other barriers one of the biggest barriers that i see is that fear and it's not just fear for the parents and guardians it's fear that the students themselves have they don't want to let us down they want to make the right choices and they want to do a good job but you know what sometimes physically cognitively behaviorally even transportation can be a barrier to making those positive decisions and being able to follow through on some of the things that their ideas are so once we know those because reasons, that opens the door for us to be able to go back and say, all right, let's look at that fear. Let's look at that barrier. And how can we fix it? Gosh, so much good information.
0: Well, this concludes our Parent Networking Podcast. Again, I'm Melina Shanawith, co-hosting with Mikkel Hillaware, And we hope you tune in next time when we talk about time and interaction.
1: Bye. Bye!